Hey, 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 we are live and this is Conversations for Black Women, where we discuss black women's shit and things that don't often get talked about. You guys, it has been such a crazy weekend. I am feeling a lot better from um, COVID, so I am feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm doing a lot better than what I was doing. Um, but I am currently sitting in the cold right now. So let's reel it back so that I can bring you up to date and we can jump into today's topic of conversation. Um, so yeah, yesterday morning, the house was freezing cold. I woke up and the house was freezing cold. So my daughter comes in the room and she said, Mom, can I go turn on the heat? Because it's cold in here. So I said, oh yeah, yeah, go turn the heat on. Not thinking anything. I go back to sleep. Then I start hearing voices and, you know, conversations about how the heat's not working. It's cold in here still. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, the heater is not working. We don't know what it is. We check all the usual suspects. My furnace does not have a pilot light, so there's no pilot light to light. We reset the furnace. The filter does need to be changed. The filter does need to be changed. Now, I thought you changed the filter every six months. I could have swore I changed that filter this past summer. But maybe this house just collects a lot of dust. I don't know. But the filter did need to be changed. So while we're on the phone with with the HVAC guy, he's like, yeah, you know, the filter is dirty and it can't push through. It'll go into safe mode and it'll stop or it'll shut down. And, you know, you won't get any air coming through. So you could possibly change the filter and then voila, your problem is solved. Or it could be a worst case scenario situation. So I will find all that out when I get out there. The guy comes and I'm praying it's not worst case scenario, right? And he's like, yeah, your motor is gone. The motor bloom. And he opened up the thing. It's all smoky in there. You could smell. Like, yeah, it was working. It was working hard. The motor is gone. And it's going to cost around $700 to replace. The levels of my frustration knows no bounds. I was so frustrated. So I'm frustrated. You know, and I'm talking like I'm frustrated. I'm just like, it's over. I'm over it because this is putting a hurt like worth $700 down. Like, that's a big deal. Like, there's $700 that's now out of the pot. Like, I'm frustrated. And I know this is not nobody's fault. It was going to happen eventually. There's nothing that we could have done to prevent it from happening. I'm not blaming anybody. But you know what I said? Because, like, why are you yelling and, you know, this is nobody's fault? And I'm not saying that it isn't. I said, I get to be frustrated. I have a right to be frustrated. Let me sit in my frustration. Let me be frustrated. Let me hold this frustration. Let me carry this emotion. I get the right to just feel frustrated about the situation. That's it. And so that leads me to ask, 
Black women, are you not exhausted? Is it not exhausting at this point? I don't even want to say at this point because I feel like it's just built up to, especially with the awareness now that we have and the emotional intelligence that we have all developed, hopefully, um, the levels of awareness, the tools that are out there, the us knowing how damaging certain things can be on your mental health. Are you not exhausted? It's exhausting. It is exhausting to be a black woman. To know that we have been tasked. We, we have been tasked with the impossible tasks of being the goddesses of the world. We are the mothers of the world. We can give life to everyone in this entire world. We are the blueprint for so many things. We set trends. People want to mimic your aesthetic. They want your look. They want your attitude. They want your vernacular. They want your mannerisms. They want your style. They want you. But they don't want to be you. They don't want what comes with that. And they don't want to give you reverence. And reverence is fucking due. Reverence is due to us. We are owed respect and honor. We are owed. There should be buildings built in our name. There should be galas held in our honor. And people out there are so ungrateful and they do not deserve black women. When I think back of how we got here to this place, uh, it's like we have to go back. We have have to go back because we have this hard task We have been assigned like a stain. It's written in blood. It's in our DNA and it's been passed down and passed down and passed down. But we have been assigned with the hardest task. We have to be so resilient at all times, all the time. And if that resilience breaks, just cracks just a little bit, something is wrong with you. When I think about it and I think back and if we go back to slavery when we were 
enslaved by those palm-colored people, those folk over there, you know. And think about the role that the black woman played. We were tending to children, their children and ours. We were tending to the home and cleaning and washing and cooking, right? We were out in the fields as well, being hired workers. And then when we would see him walking into the shack or the hut or whatever, broken himself, even though you are also beat down and broken, right? But we seen him broken as well. And we had to put our pain on the back burner and to the side and be there for him and be his solace. And that carried on. By all means, that has carried on and it carried on and it continued to carry on and it continued to carry on that everybody can take and take and take and take and take. And we will sit there and for the greater good, put our pains to the side. We'll stack them up neatly sometimes, or sometimes it'll be a heaping mess. But nonetheless, we push that shit to the side because we have to take care of the collective. We have to take care of you. We have to take care of these kids. We have to take care of the world. We have to go out there and march. We have to go out there and lobby. We have to go out there and build and form allies We have to go out there and put in the work and put our shit to the side. And I wonder, hell, I know how much damage that has done to our psyche as women. And not only has it affected us in that way and in that sense, our psyche to always have this built in, it's like this built in chip that it is our job to cape, to save, to uh, want to defend and rescue, to remain loyal to, to tolerate, to put up with. And to be resilient no matter what. And it teaches you that your shit does not matter. Your feelings don't matter. None of that matters. Because it is your job to take care of everybody else but you. And that shit is exhausting. And it not only has it damaged and affected our psyche... But everyone else's that look at you has also been affected because that's your role. That's your place. You don't get to cry about your place. Where where the fuck do they do that at? You don't get to say, you know what? I don't want to, I don't, I don't want this position anymore. How, how do I, how do I resign? They look at you like you crazy. 
Just like when I got looked at like, oh, why are you frustrated? Because I can be. I, I, I can have that feeling. I can be frustrated. And so uh, we are so used to being taken from. We're too used to it, actually. We're too used to it. Um, I was watching a video. It was on TikTok. And, you know, if I can remember your names, I will try to, you know, plug good content creators when I can. Um, it's a guy and he's a feminist. He's a self-proclaimed feminist, actually. But his name is Fatal Prose. It's F-A-T-A-L-P-R-O-S-E. Fatal Prose. And he stitched a video of this girl who did a response video to one of his videos. But it was a white lady. And in her video, she was basically talking about how everyone takes from black women. Black women are naturally born leaders. And it gets a lot of pushback and backlash and resentment. But when you think about what you placed on our plates and when you gave us what you gave us, That's all we had to work with. That's our position. That's our position. And we learn to thrive in it, live in it, and get comfortable in it. But she was basically talking about how they do what needs to be done for the greater good of the people. They do what they need to do for everyone. Everyone, they think about everyone. They create spaces. They they care for everyone. And then the moment that they need a helping hand or they need a safe space or they need some grace, we take it away. We deny them. We deny them and we don't give it to them. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I know it's going to be very hard to break out of that because it's innate. It is in us to want to be this way. I'm convinced it's passed down. It's in the blood. Like I said, it's a blood oath. It was written. And while I do still strongly believe that we make the best leaders, especially within our own community, we do not have to lead in a way that will leave us exhausted in doing so. Mm -mm. We don't have to lead in that way. And I'm not doing it anymore. I am taking back my fucking time and my fucking peace. That's what I'm going to do. Because you're not going to overwork me. And you are not going to leave me depleted and stressed. And reverence is due. And I'm going to receive it. Because I'm going to start demanding it. We have learned to live 
and dysfunction and trauma and PTSD. And what is it? What is it that I was reading? Emotional fatigue. Emotional fatigue. It is it is fucking exhausting to keep smiling and acting like everything is okay in your life and shit is fucking shit. It is exhausting to continue to sit there and act as if you are not overwhelmed when you are. I see you, sis. I see you. It is exhausting to sit there and pretend to be okay when you are crying out and acting out in every way possible. Online, making all types of posts. See me. Look at me. I'm over here. See me. You are seen. Because I see you. And if you know, you know. And if you're a black woman, we see you. And we know. We know because we are in this thing together. We just don't know that we're in this thing together because it's a lack of communication on our part. And we don't communicate that with each other that we see each other, but we see you. You know who doesn't see you? The world doesn't see you. Your group of men don't see you. They resent you. They resent that resilience. They resent the fact that you cannot be broken and beaten down. And even through all of that, you, you still pick your head up and you still lead and you still carry on and you still persevere. That shit is fucking tough. That's some tough ass shit to do that they can't even do. And that builds resentment and jealousy and bitterness that they will never have been to. The world has gaslit black women so that anytime we try to make a grievance, Anytime we show any emotion, anytime we want to yell or scream or cry, cry, cry. I made a video. It went mini viral. Don't try to go on my TikTok to find it because like I thought about deleting that video just because of the flack I got in the comments because you've seen a black woman crying. Because it's funny, because if I was a white woman and those were white woman tears, I would have gotten that same reaction. I would have got that same reaction, not even from a lot of black women that was in the comments. I just wouldn't have gotten that same reaction. But the world has gaslit us. And so it is not okay for us to show any emotion. Because the minute you do and the minute you step out of line with anyone, They are going to gaslight the fuck out of you. They're going to hit you with a gaslight and invalidate your emotions and your feelings. And they're going to look at you like you are bugged out, like something is wrong with you and you are crazy. And sadly, we are used to this as black women. We know, we know, we know that if we go out and act a certain way, we know we have to be on our best behavior. We know that we can't 
You know, we we just know we got to pick and choose our battles wisely. Even with men, we know that, oh, if we're being too emotional, if we're being too in our feelings, it's going to come off a few ways. It's going to come off as why are you being so aggressive? It's going to come off as attitude. It's going to come off as, oh, she is always angry or upset. Because we don't get to openly display and live in our emotions. We don't get to navigate those. And so they get bottled up all the time. And they never get let out. And you learn how to cope with that fact and push on and think that it's normal. Fuck all that. (laughs) Reverence is due. And if you don't feel seen and if you don't feel heard, make your voice shine. Okay, so what is our takeaway for the day? The takeaway here for me has been, uh, it's something that, um, like I said, because I I don't think it comes easy for us to break out of this. So the takeaway for me has always been to set clear boundaries. And once I set a boundary, that is what it is. You don't have to like it. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to even respect it, but... If this is one of my boundaries, that is what it is. And and don't go back on your boundary. You make it, it's set, it's done. And then little by little, it gets easier and easier to start building up those boundaries. And make sure you practice your self-care. Show yourself some love. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself that reverence. That just speak life into yourself. Okay? And make sure you do that for another black woman out there who may not recognize that for herself yet. You reach out to her and you show her reverence. We show show that to each other because we know it's needed. If you know, you know. And I know you know, because you and me, were each other. Show that to one another. Because you knew, you know that we need it. We need to feel seen by someone. And so we should feel seen and safe by one another. Because we are all dealing with some shit. And that's the takeaway here. Build your boundaries. Work on those. Self-care, self-care is vital, necessary, and important. And give yourself and others reverence. And leave with the affirmation that your voice matters. My voice matters. My voice matters. My voice matters. matters.
and that is all I have for you guys today. Um, be sure that you follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you feel ever so inclined, you can also click the link and donate to the podcast so that we can get some video action going here. Once we get enough donations, we'll get a camera and I will figure that whole thing out. But yeah, it's been great chatting with you guys. Send me a message if you like. Um, If you want to hear me talk about something specific or a certain topic, shoot me a message. And I will see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you.